Having a business is great. Being an entrepreneur and a business owner has lots of benefits. But sometimes you just want a break from all of it. Sometimes you've got your sights set on where you want to be. But in order to get there, one of the questions you have to ask yourself is, can your business afford you? All right, welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where once a week, we take a few minutes to share some things that um, I'm thinking about, to share some comments and opinions based on conversations I've had with other entrepreneurs and business owners, or maybe things that I've read or, or something that has got me thinking about what it means to be an entrepreneur and to be building a valuable business as I spend my days fixing funding and growing businesses. And so once a week, I try to share these thoughts in hopes that there's another entrepreneur out there that could benefit from some of the things that I'm saying, either um, by having a stone in their shoe and being annoyed and frustrated with what I say, or being encouraged and inspired to press on and press ahead and take advantage of all the opportunities that are in front of them. On this week's episode, I'm asking the question, can your business afford you? And this is a result of some things that over the past week have just occurred to me based on some conversations I've had with other entrepreneurs, reflecting back on my career over um, sort of the past couple of decades and the entrepreneurs that I've had the opportunity to work for, and just seeing a theme uh, that has emerged. Maybe it's just because of how I'm thinking about it, but I thought that I would share it this week in case uh, maybe you're in this particular spot and you're trying to figure out how to get out of it. Uh, Before I get going, just want to say thanks to all of you that listen and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Listen to it every week and share your thoughts with me. It's uh, great to know that some of you are getting some value out of this and great to know that uh, some of you are challenged by what I share on this podcast. And that um, it's very exciting because it gives me uh, a reason to keep doing this every week. Um, if you've had a chance to hang out with me or talk to me, you know that I like to um, think out loud, and I find that this podcast really helps me to flesh out my thinking on topics um, that uh, that are kind of rolling around in my head. So let's dive into this one. I think that um, this episode is probably probably targeted to the entrepreneur that hasn't found a way to extricate themselves or remove themselves from their business from their business yet. Many entrepreneurs uh, start a business for lots of different reasons. Uh, They like the idea of the independence and the freedom that they get. Um, Other people see a problem in the marketplace and they want to solve it. Other people, uh, you know, have an entire plan mapped out about how they're going to create some wealth or some generational wealth and how they're going to attack it. And other people just stumble into it because they've got nothing else in front of them, and it was an accident waiting to happen, and it turned out to be something pretty good. But I think there comes a point where I think many entrepreneurs would love would love nothing more than to know that their business could run without them. And I think we're going through, I don't know, I think we're going through a change right now in what it means uh, to run a business. I think that the idea of not being able to set your business up so that people can work remote is sort of probably the number one thing that you need to be focused on. And I realize that not every business can work from home, but there are aspects of the job that you can either contract out, farm out, or or have somebody do 
that doesn't need to be inside of your business. So I think, I think if, if, you're, if you are looking to walk away from your business um, or have your business run without you, then being able to uh, have people work from home is a necessity. The second thing is you really need to be taking advantage of all of the technology and tools that are out there to help you run your business better. In my experience working with smaller businesses, what tends to happen is you hire people to do tasks because you might not be familiar with the software or the tools or the resources that if implemented could make um, some of those people either more valuable because you could get them doing different work or unnecessary because the cost of whatever it takes to organize an information through other means um, is cheaper than hiring uh, someone to do it. So Uh, Being able to remove yourself from your business, you got to have people working from home. You've got to be able to give people the tools and resources that they need to do the job that needs to be done. But one of the big kind of overarching challenges that you have to address is, can your business actually afford you? Now, in a perfect world, in a perfect, perfect world, an entrepreneur would get a yearly dividend from their business. What that means is every year, if their business did really well, they would get a check And that check would pay for all of their living expenses for the following year. In fact, I've known some business owners that have used a line of credit all year long. And then at the end of the year, they cut themselves a dividend out of profit. They pay off their line of credit and then they use the excess cash to pay for the following year's expenses. Now, that's a perfect world scenario. Many entrepreneurs that I've interacted with don't live in that perfect world. The world they live in is... They want to be one foot out of their business, meaning they want to focus on growing the business or they want to focus on doing deals or they want to focus on taking advantage of opportunity, but they've got another foot in the business because they're still required to either A, make business decisions, B, hold people uh, accountable and lead people, uh, or C, they just don't know how to to put people and resources in place to get themselves out of there. So by asking yourself, can can my business afford me? What the logic there is, or what you should be thinking about is, if my business couldn't pay me until the end of the year, could my business afford me in terms of the salary that I'm taking now? So let's just use simple math. Let's say that you're used to paying yourself $120,000 a year. Could you wait until the end of the year, and would your business have $120,000 in the bank to pay you? And Would it be able to generate $120,000 in profit without you being there every single day to make sure that the business was actually working? Now, many of you listening to this will not be able to answer yes to that question. You're going to say, no, I need a check every two weeks. I need a check every month. Dylan, I've got living expenses, man. I've got a family. I've got commitments. I've got a mortgage. I've got car payments. I couldn't, my business, I couldn't afford to do that. Well, if your business isn't in a position where it can pay you that big chunk of money at the end of the year, and you haven't set yourself up in a way to only take that money once a year, then those are probably some goals that you could be working on right now. And I think that because of the moment that we're working through in the marketplace, I think this is the best time for entrepreneurs to really figure out how to get to that place that that most entrepreneurs want to get to, which is, I don't want to be, I don't want to be working constantly in my business. I want to be working on my business. And I know that that's a kind of a classic business coachy type line that people are used to hearing, but it really, I think today means something different than what it meant in the past, because in the past you you had to hire people 
um, to take on your workload. And I think there's an opportunity right now where you can hire some people, but you can probably take advantage of lots of solutions in the marketplace, like gig workers, temporary workers, like um, bookkeepers that, that are on contract, like um, CRM systems or sales systems that can, that can automate a lot of your marketing and your sales activity. Um, and so I think it's more affordable to do it today, and I think it's easier to do today because um, entrepreneurs have, uh, or business owners in particular, have this pressure point kind of baked into what they're doing every day. The market is tough. The market has changed. Customers are tough. Revenue is harder to come by. Um, everything just seems much, much harder. And if you're prepared to lean into this moment right now, one of the one of the things you might want to consider working towards is, can my business afford to pay me a big chunk of money at the end of the year, and I won't take any money during the year, and I will just keep reinvesting every month. I'll just keep reinvesting that cash flow back into the business. And at the end of the year, I'm going to cut myself a big check, and that's going to be the beginnings of how I run my business. Because if I'm able to set myself up both personally, so whether like I shared just a few moments ago, you use a big line of credit against your house and at the end of the year you pay it off. Um, Or you find uh, your way to say at the end of this year, you say to yourself, look, I'm going to work from now till the end of the year. I'm going to take a little bit of a smaller wage, but at the end of the year, I'm going to take a bigger check and that check has to last me all of next year. And then what that means is it's going to force the business because it's not going to have access to that cash. It's going to force the business. It's going to force me as the leader to work with the people I have and the tools and resources I have to make the business profitable again. And so many entrepreneurs would be surprised to learn that their business can't afford them. Now, if you're a one-man band, that's a little bit different because you live off of your own income and your overheads are very low. But if you have a small team, maybe you have a couple salespeople, maybe you have an accountant, maybe you have an office person, um, all of a sudden when you add up all those costs and then you add your wage into it, if you were to take If you were to take yourself away from that business and just let it run, the truth is it probably wouldn't run without you. And because it can't run without you, it means that you couldn't afford to just put anybody into that spot to run it for you and you could go do something else. So you need to, one of, I think one of the best goals that an entrepreneur can work towards once they have moved past working by themselves for themselves, once they start putting a little bit of a team together, I think because of the time of the market that we're in right now, that a business could really figure out how to say, look, we're going to pay the entrepreneur, the owner once a year or twice a year. And and during the time that we're not paying the entrepreneur or the owner, um, we're going to just reinvest back into the business and look to make it profitable so that it can cut that check once or twice a year uh, to me, the entrepreneur, and I'm going to figure out a way to make my own life work. Because entrepreneurs' personal lives and business lives are so intertwined, it can be very difficult to try and pull them apart. But if you can do it, starting today, if you can figure out how to build a business that can cut you a check once or twice a year, in a perfect world, once a year, and there's lots of tax reasons for that that an accountant and smarter people could talk to you about, but if you could pay yourself a dividend once a year, leave your cash in your business in real time so that the business can benefit from having access to it, that you might find you can reinvest it into marketing activities or into sales activities or into software subscriptions that help you save money on maybe payroll because now instead of paying someone 40 hours a week to do something, you can pay them for 20 hours. And so 
in order to leave your business, in order to get to where you want to be as an entrepreneur, which is to enjoy the freedom and the flexibility, you've got to find a way to extricate or remove yourself from the business. In order to do that, the business has to be able to afford you. It has to be able to afford to pay you a lump sum of money out of profitability once or twice a year. And if you can get to that point, it means not only do you have a healthy business, but you yourself are going to be positioned to focus on the higher value activities that no one else on your team is probably going to get, going to go and do. As an entrepreneur, you want to chase new opportunities. You want to work on interesting things. You want to, you want to, you know, you've heard me say it before, but you want to go chase shiny things. Well, in order to do all of that, your business has to be able to afford you. It has to be able to afford to pay you to do that because you probably are a very important person in your organization right now, and you've got to find a way to pull yourself out of that, replace it with people and systems so that your business runs so that you can go and focus on whatever it is you want to do. Some people run lifestyle businesses. They run drop shipping companies, or they run consulting companies, or, or, or they run businesses where you know, they're making uh, enough money that they don't always have to be there, but they couldn't, the business wouldn't run on autopilot if it wasn't, if it wasn't for them. Um, and so as an entrepreneur, I think your goal is to try and, and get yourself there. And, you know, because I'm a math guy and, and somewhat nerdy, I think the, the kind of the benchmark you use is you say to yourself, okay, in December, I want to write myself a check for $120,000. Uh, today is August the 12th. How do I position myself to get there? Um, and I'm not going to take any money from now until then. And then when I get there, I'm going to take that money and that money is going to last me next year. And then next year, beginning January the 1st, I'm going to work on just reinvesting back into the business, all the profit of the money that I earn. And I'm going to make really smart decisions and build out a team that over time really does run the business day to day without me. And I'm going to go focus on new opportunities. And that's how big businesses are built. Big businesses aren't built because by entrepreneurs who are involved in the daily grind of what happens in their business. Great businesses and big profitable businesses are built by entrepreneurs that can find the right people, match them up with the right resources, and let them do the day-to-day -day work that they're great at so that the entrepreneur can go and keep raising the bar and pursuing new and better opportunities. So it's something I've been thinking about. It just occurred to me through several conversations this week that, um, and because of the nature of the work that I do, that this is one of those things that entrepreneurs really need a little bit of direction and guidance on. Uh, it's one thing to say you want to be disconnected from your business on a day-to-day -day basis, but then not be doing anything about it. Or to say you want to be disconnected from your business, but you can't afford to not take the paycheck. Well, if you can't afford to not take the paycheck, it means you're probably very integral to your business and you probably haven't sorted out your own personal finances in such a way um, that you can leave the money in the business and reinvest it back in, into growth. So there's a couple of things there to think about. I'm always happy to talk to you um, about your business if you've got questions or you're like, hey, Dylan, you know, it's a little abstract. What I think I heard you say was... I got to cut myself a check once a year and I should build a business that enables me to do that. My answer is, yep, that's what you should be doing. Okay, great. Well, I'm doing a little bit of sales. I'm doing a little bit of marketing, doing lots of babysitting. I don't really know where to begin. Perfect. Let's have a conversation. Maybe I can help you work through some of those challenges. Um, if you thought that this was valuable, hopefully you did, then maybe you could leave a review. Maybe you could rate um, the podcast. Uh, maybe you could... Um, um, uh, share an opinion of what you thought about it. Maybe you could text me or email me and let me know if you found that this was helpful. But 
I think one of the greatest things, one of the greatest opportunities and certainly the country that we live in is to be able to be an entrepreneur, to create something out of nothing, which is value. Value gets created by solving problems in the marketplace and doing it by pulling people and resources together. And so I just think that being an entrepreneur is a wonderful, fulfilling and meaningful opportunity that if you if you are lucky enough to be able to do it, then now you have an obligation to make sure that you can keep doing it. And to do that, you got to keep sharpening your skills. My speak pieces once a week are meant to uh, to help you do that. So hopefully you found this valuable. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'm pretty a pretty easy guy to get a hold of on LinkedIn and so on and so forth. So feel free to reach out and, um, and drop me a line if there's something I can do uh, to help. And if not, I hope you check out next week's episode.